0: Hey, sluts. Welcome back to the Slutpreneur podcast. We are diving the fuck in. This is emergency episode two. We're going to go over the new OnlyFans terms and conditions. We are going to discuss the fuckery that's happening. But guess what? I haven't slept (laughs) the past 48 hours. I've been talking to my attorney, sex workers, lawyers. I've been hounding social media figuring what the fuck is about to happen. And you know what? I want to lift you bitches up on my shoulders. I want you to skyrocket with this information you're about to get. We're going to go so deep into why this isn't an OnlyFans problem. This isn't a banking problem. This is a human rights political problem. So that's what we do here. We are entrepreneurs. We are solution-based We're going to go through the layers of what we can do to stay on OnlyFans, what we can do if we want to leave OnlyFans, and we're going to talk about what we can do to change the fucking world. Because you know what? I'm tired of thinking small. If we're here, if we got this one life, I'm going to give it a shot. I know you guys believe in me. I haven't really believed in myself that I could actually make a political difference. And this this has been so eye-opening. And it's a blue moon. Changes is a coming. And guess what? They can take away everything from us, but we still have our voice. And that's what we're going to use today. So I, oh boy. Oh, we're going to take a shot of Hennessy, y'all. I got me some VSOP cognac. Mm. This episode's also on YouTube. If you want to see my visual self, I'm wearing my shirt from professionalgoddess.com. It says, my existence violates the community guidelines. I suggest if you are dancing on TikTok and you get your videos removed quite often, this is a nice little jab at the little robots reviewing your videos. So let's get into it. We're going to get going with these new um, terms of service. So, if you are a creator on OnlyFans, I'm sure you got the email. So, let's go ahead and find it. Notice of updated acceptable use policy. So, these bitches said, Dear creator, this email is to notify you of what's changing. The new policy will prohibit the posting of any new content containing sexually explicit conduct. Content containing nudity will continue to be allowed as long as as it is consistent with the new policy. Existing content that does not meet the standards of the new policy will need to be removed before December 1st. Interesting, that's not October 1st, so let's milk those bitches before December, y'all. Our intention is for the policy to be implemented in accordance with the above dates, but we may need to change one or more of the dates as circumstances may require. Oh, dear God. My editor is going to be like, why didn't you let me edit? (laughs) So they're like, this is happening, but it might change. So we're going to let your blood boil and then we're going to let it boil some more after. Here's the link. Um, We're going to click this. And, uh, of course, it reiterates why the policy changed due to the rapid growth and needing to rely on bank institutions and payment processors. Um, They're necessary to comply. Uh, And then they also add another little jab that they were founded as a diverse and inclusive home for all content creators. They just don't have the balls to say sex workers do that now. We'll continue to support and guide all creators. (laughs) Ha ha. Uh, With the necessary changes and make sure all the creators have a home. (laughs) Y'all putting us in a damn trailer park. Oh, my God. They look forward to innovation. Yeah, well, good luck. All right, let's click this link. Okay, I'm going to try not to bore you with this, but some of you are um, audio learners and... That way you don't have to read this word for word and you'll get my feedback um, with this, along with my beautiful brand manager, Elizabeth's uh, feedback. And just to point out, this does not just affect the creators. This affects the employees that are on payroll who work for these creators. You know, you have makeup artists, videographers, managers, social media gurus, for all these people, including myself. I mean, I had the pleasure, the the fucking um, gift to start an entertainment company this month. And guess how I'm able to afford uh, the time to do my podcast. I'm able to make YouTube videos and have them edited. Um, I'm able to get the supplies and just take away time from all the other businesses I'm working on because of this fucking OnlyFans money, okay? Yes, I have eggs in other baskets. um, I'm on panty selling sites. I don't necessarily cam anymore. But this was a huge, huge um, profitable thing for me, which allowed me to take this next step up the ladder. The first thing my OnlyFans assistant said was, I hope I still have a job. And I said, girl, that's the last thing I think about. Whether this shit goes downhill or not. You, you've already seen the inside of my butthole. So you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, but her, bless her soul. Love you P. Um, she was up all night with me. We were having our wine and going, I mean, she has experience in this industry and she, thank God she knows about all these websites. I'm going to tell you about, we were going through how they work, Um, which websites would be really easy for you to get started on. And just her experience, like, do we rush to everything now? Or do we start one by one? Do we go over to Snapchat? And it was so great that she was knowledgeable. Um, So I do want to add quickly right now, if you need help and you can afford it, um, sex work Rolodex, SW Rolodex, Dot com. They're on Twitter as well. They have freelancers who are for sex workers. They can get your new profiles up. They can transfer your content over. So if that's a huge stress or time waster for you, highly recommend. Uh, there's also Fiverr.com, Upwork.com. They um, are freelancers, but they aren't necessarily sex worker friendly, and, unless you want to ask, um, but I prefer us. Uh, SW Rolodex, uh, Dama, the uh, podcast host <coughs> of the Panty Selling Podcast. She started that, I think, last year. Um, we have two episodes together here. I'm also on her podcast. Super lovely, knowledgeable lady. And I personally have used the Rolodex. Can't complain. Very happy. Moving on. OnlyFans acceptable use policy. By using our website you agree to this policy. Please read it carefully as we shall. The policy applies to your use of OnlyFans and all content on OnlyFans and forms part of our part of your agreement with us. I need to drink some more of this caffeine so I can read straight. This policy sets out what is and is not permitted on OnlyFans. In this policy, defined terms have the same meanings as in our terms of use for all users. So confusing. They have an acceptable use and terms of use. uh, But this is saying for all users. And previously, a few days ago, they were like, our creators will be fine. It's the users. Well, mm, I got trust issues because of them. Not that I didn't before. Number one. Do not use OnlyFans except for your own personal use. Do not sell, rent, transfer, or share your account or any content obtained from your use of OnlyFans to or with anyone else. Okay. Only use OnlyFans in a manner and for a purpose that is lawful. Do not upload, post, display, or publish content on OnlyFans that is illegal, fraudulent, defamatory, hateful, discriminatory, threatening, or harassing, or which encourages or promotes violence or any illegal activity. Do not use OnlyFans in a way which may exploit, harm, or attempt to exploit or harm any individual under 18 years old, for example, by exposing them to inappropriate content. Do not... <clears throat> so one through four, that's just no-brainer. Number five. Now number five has got a whole A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. This is for the people who built their platform, a.k.a. us. I need another shot. I'm- <laughs> Good luck with listening to this, guys. This is going to be great. Oh, you better have your notepads and your crowns on because I expect you to take notes because I got 10 pages of notes over here and I didn't do this shit for nothing.
1: My team's going to be
0: like, what are you doing? <clears throat> do not upload, post, display, or publish content on OnlyFans that A, shows, includes, or refers to any individual under 18. Okay. We got all this. Any, any individual, unless you've written documentation, which confirms that all individuals shown or included or referred in your content are at least 18 years old. I understand this was a problem, um, this year, About users collaborating with other users who probably later on said they didn't express consent, um, which they may or may not have. uh, So they're just trying to get this in the policy now. B, oh boy, here we go. B shows, promotes, advertises, or refers to sexually explicit conducts, which means actual or stimulated sexual intercourse. No more intercourse. So, to all my porno babies <clears throat> who make their living on fucking other people, group sex, um, bye bye. But this also includes genital-genital, oral-genital, anal-genital, oral-anal <laughs> between persons of any sex. So, at any human, um, not just sex, but we're talking pussy-eating, dick-sucking. Anything mouth to genital, I assume even mouth to mouth. I don't even know if you can kiss anybody. Actual or simulated masturbation. So one step down from sex, no more solo coming, which is more of the majority of users. If you aren't fucking on there and you do solo content, a lot of us do masturbation. Any (laughs) exhibit, exhibit, oh my God, hold on. Anything of the anus or genitals of any person which is extreme or offensive. So so this is what got me. You can't exhibit your butthole or your genitals. But they're saying you can do nudes. We'll get to that. But how can you do a nude without showing your genitals? Like, do you have to cross your legs? Okay. Actual or stimulated material depicting bodily fluids commonly secreted during sexual conduct. So you can't show any coming fluids, any discharge. Um, So all the men out there who jack off on OnlyFans, no, no more whacking off. I guess you can't even touch yourself with your pants on. And I even thought about this earlier. Like, can I spit on my tits? Can I rub my tits? But is that stimulating or suggestive? Is that a bodily fluid? I have so many questions moving on shows, promotes, advertises results from, or refers to firearms, weapons, um, anything like that. Drugs stimulated self harm, suicide, stimulated incest, stimulated violence, rape, lack of consent, hypnosis, intoxication, sexual assault, torture, hardcore bondage. What defines hardcore? Fisting, genital mutilation. Okay, so just right there with the bondage, huge loss for our bondage babes and our Doms. Huge loss for our humiliation whores. Huge loss again for so many fetish workers. So many, like, consensual fetishes. Like, why would you want to go out into the world and pay brothers and sisters to have sex, which is incest versus having two people online who aren't brother and sister just role play that that's so much safer come in. um <clears throat> actual or stimulated urine excriminant related material stimulated bestiality it's fucking gross um actual or stimulated sadistic masonistic abuse or actual or stimulated necrophilia um and it, again like does this go with texting and messaging people can you call your sub a dirty little slut is is that abuse like is that um harassment or def- defamatory um any material featuring any individual who has not given prior express consent to the material being taken captured or otherwise memorialized being posted and shared on OnlyFans and Last but not least, escort services, sex trafficking, or prostitution, which this right here, escorting, sex trafficking, and prostitution, these illegal things, are the core source of why a lot of this is happening because there are many religious and anti-LGBTQ plus groups that are just saying they want sex trafficking to stop, but in reality, they want all sex work work to stop, and that's just their cover. Which we'll explain a little later. D. Contains language that sexually objectifies other users in a non-consensual way. Interesting. It says non-consensual. So if they consent to it, I wonder if you have to say, hello, sub 34524. Do you consent to me um, objectifying you sexually? (laughs) Do you have to say that before you do it? E. Contains fake or manipulated content in relation to another user. Deep fakes that's fair f contains promotes advertises or refers to hate speech being content being content intended to vilify humiliate dehumanize exclude attack threaten or incite hatred fear or violence against a group of individual based on race ethnicity natural origin immigration status religion sex gender identity or expression sexual orientation age disability, serious disease, veteran status, or any other protected characteristic. So you might have an old guy that wants you to tell him to hate speech him on being an old dirty fart. No can do. Um, blackmail fetish, no can do. Now, again, in this area, it doesn't say non-consensual where D says language that object- objectifies, it, like expressing that this non-consensual term. So I'm very confused on if it's consensual, whether it can be done or not, and if it can be done in video or text form, on the wall, or private message. G contains or refers to anyone else's personal data or private or confidential information. I think this goes right into the blackmail fetish. And they're they're saying they don't want this to happen, even if it's not black blackmail fetish, which is um, understandable. Oh, it does say without that person's express written consent, huh? Contains or refers to anyone else's data, for example, telephone numbers, location, names, login credentials, financial information. Interesting, but. If you want their telephone number or address to do work outside of OnlyFans, wouldn't that be getting them off the site, which is against... This is bullshit. H, in the case of content featuring public nudity, was recorded in or is being broadcast from a country, state, or province where public nudity is illegal. So you can... So you can take nudes in public, but only where it's legal. Okay. A get, but how do they know where you live? I guess because your ID. But do they research that? But what if you're on vacation in a place that's legal?
1: Don't understand.
0: I gives the impression that it comes from or is approved, licensed, or endorsed by us or in in uh, any other personal company. Gives the impression that it comes from. That doesn't make sense. Okay. J causes or is calculated to cause inconvenience or anxiety to anyone else to embarrass them. Okay. No humiliation. Is used or intended to be used to extract money or another benefit from anyone else in exchange for removal of the content okay involves or promotes third-party commercial activities for sales contests sweepstakes and other sale promotions product placements advertising or job posting this one bothered me because what if i'm wearing an outfit and people are like where'd you get your outfit and i'm like shop on my store that promotes third party sales but if it's a comment is it okay versus me in the caption saying where it's from so now my toy store can't utilize affiliate marketing if we send dildos to sex workers to advertise because we can't advertise anywhere else we violate all advertising uh, rules like with google facebook instagram everything so this is just another hit for us Um, Let's try to get the rest of these. Do not use OnlyFans to stalk. Got it. Don't use it to engage in misleading or deceptive content. Respect intellectual property rights. Um, Violate someone else's right. Do not impersonate. Do not provide false account registration. Do not post content which is spam, which has the intention or effect of artificially increasing any creator's views or interactions, or which is otherwise inauthentic, repetitive, misleading, or low quality. So what does it mean? You can't post things that are low quality. You can't post things artificially. So now we can't work with companies that help us post things to build us traffic. What if you have an assistant that's scheduling posts? Is that artificially increasing the creator's views? Um, What does this have to do with uh, shouting out other models? Is that inauthentic because they're paying you? Do not transmit, stream, or otherwise send any pre-recorded audio or video material during a live stream. Okay, okay. Do not use other media or methods like code words or signals to communicate anything which violates this policy. In our last episode, we talked about what um, coding we could use to get people off the site. Again, I don't endorse this. It's just a risk you can take. But, you know, if you're using code words and they're like, this is a code word, how, how what makes it a code word if you're talking gibberish? do not reproduce print distribute blah blah do not knowingly introduce any viruses do not get the source code um the rest like has to do with like trying to hack their system do not use okay breaches may lead to your account being suspended or terminated and access to your earnings may be revoked that's fucked So that was another big question I had. Like, is there a strike system for this Um, date in which it is proposed that this updated policy will come into effect? October 1st. This is in bold. What does that mean? It's proposed that it will be updated. That's not definitive. Okay. I encourage everyone to flood customer support. If you're taking notes now, I want you to fucking give them a taste of their own medicine and use your voice loud. We need answers. I messaged OnlyFans yesterday. They got back to me, surprisingly. I said, hey, OnlyFans, I need clarification on what content is deemed explicit. And do I delete all the content Um, or what I said and do... Oh my god i'm sorry moving on i just said hey feet content since this is not nude can i still post this sort of content and where is the line drawn with feet can i rub my feet up and down on things joi content jack off instruction can this be done fully clothed can we use explicit wording nude photos can our hands be placed on our bodies can our legs be spread open with our hand covering genitals this gray area makes it impossible to continue being a one percenter on your platform. Your terms are not clear. Will there be striked strikes if past content is flagged? What is strike system? In frustration, Rebecca Rabbit. Jay from OnlyFans, of course it's man. Hello, Rebecca. Thanks for reaching out. Please note that there is no need to manually delete all sexually explicit content for now. In a short time, we will provide convenient tools for creators. So your policy says we need to delete content before a date, but you're saying there's no need to manually delete it now. Okay. Content containing nudity will continue to be allowed as long as it is consistent with the policy. Existing content that does not meet the standards of the new policy will need to be removed before December 1st. Okay, so you just said there's no need to manually delete sexually explicit content, but existing content that violates the policy needs to be removed. Okay, contradictory, Jay. Our intention is for the policy to be implemented in accordance with the dates mentioned. But we may need to change these dates. So we're just a pile of poop. We look forward to continuing to provide an innovative platform for our diverse creator community. Fuck you, Jay. Okay, let's let's close out of that. Ugh, we finally got through the guidelines. That was a that was a mouthful for me. Mm. So, I had a thought about this. You know how mothers have been taken to court because baby daddies will be like, "She's a whore. The kid is in the house when she's being a whore." Well, I'm wondering now that this policy has changed, can People take other people to court over OnlyFans making them a, a bad parent and they can't have custody. But now that the terms are non-explicit, will will court battles change? Can people go back to court and argue this? That, that was just a thought I had. Um, let's see. Grab my notes. I just wanted to reiterate that pushing sex workers to the streets and off the internet further encourages them to be abused, violated, and murdered. If there's no safety or resources for sex workers, if they speak up, they basically go to jail for prostitution. When I was a dancer, I was groped, threatened, blackmail, and stalked, and it was a privilege to start sex work online. And feel safe in my home. I don't wish on it on anyone to have to find a pimp to pay their bills and feed their children and then can never get out of sex work. When Craigslist changed and backpage changed when they no longer allowed um what was that section called? something encounters or sexual encounters, when they removed all of this, homicide rates raised in certain areas that have a lot of sexual activity. It's proven statistically, and you can find those online. I I read it in an article earlier today. Okay. Okay. Um there's a lot to go over. People are creating new platforms. I think a lot of people are doing this out of urgency. I don't think it's the best thing because if there's you know 10 platforms for people to go to or no no, let me take a step back. Our subscribers, our fans, they're going to get really confused and frustrated if you're pushing them onto so many platforms. It's just so much easier to start making accounts on the top ones that are already very active and successful, OnlyFans isn't a know-all, be-all. A lot of users think that this is their only way to to make virtual sex work happen. That is not true. There have been so many platforms for so long. And if you didn't know, the very first transaction on the internet was a nude photo. There were websites where you could purchase nude photos online. We are the core of it all. Uh, I saw Tyga. He made an app. What's it called? My Start? Something. It's spelled interestingly, but he's a top creator on OnlyFans. He deleted his account. He's starting this. He's saying it's crypto friendly. I'm hearing a lot about this crypto thing, saying it's going to be the best way for payment in the future. That I have no information on. I also think it's interesting on all these social media apps it's typically sexual activity that build these apps up only for them to ban us from them yet violence is allowed nudity during surgery is allowed it's it's frustrating and the big companies selling ads are usually women in bikinis in sexual poses and they get approved Because the companies are making money off them. No app wants their users to be pushing. No app wants their creators to be pushing their users off the platform where they do not make money from it. All right. You guys ready to talk about your other websites to join? Okay. And then we're going to get deep down into the nitty gritty.
1: I got all these pictures and then we have some funny stuff too just it's been happening
0: so James infirmary on Instagram suggested these adult friendly subscription based sites so obviously you know subscription is like hey pay $10 a month you get all this shit it's different from live webcamming where you are live chatting with people and they are tipping you or texting websites, etc. So we have AVN Stars, we have Model Hub, Just for Fans, the Mini Vids Crush Club, Pocket Stars, and Frisk. Personally, from last night, Mini Vids. Crush Club. I was very happy how friendly the back end was. There were many options you had versus just selling videos, having a subscription service. I really liked the way it looked. And in September they're doing a 100% payout. So that would be the first website I suggest playing around with. Also, clips for sale. That's the number four. clips for sale. Um, You can upload all the content you already have, get that going. And then we have Fan Centro. That's with a C, Fan Centro. And then last, I also had a bunch of users ask me about Chatterbait, which I believe is webcamming. So what I did is I went on as many websites as I could and just snagged my username and wanted to get approved because so many of these websites have are being flooded and approval process is taking longer. So go ahead and make sure you can get your username as close as, as it is across the board and then maybe spend the next few days just getting your profile set up, adding a description, getting approved, your profile picture, um, and then in your link tree or whatever it may be. Putting links to those websites. That way, when you're letting your, um, your clients know where you're going, you can say, Hey, whatever website you're comfortable with, most likely I'm on. So either check them all out, or this is what I prefer. Or if you already have an account here, I'm on, I'm on this, um, this website. So get your existing fans to your new site. Now, if you have a pool of existing fans, go ahead and offer them exclusive content that will disappear. Do it half off. Get a good chunk of change this month. Help others move their fans over. Create a gang. That's what we're doing, bitches. I have a discord group which is completely a free-for-all. You can talk about whatever you want. Super explicit. Our Facebook group got banned last month. We do have a new one at cehose.com. But if you need the Discord link, email us, admin at slutchpreneur.com or DM me on Instagram, Twitter. I'll shoot you the link because the invite link does expire. So you can do that to get in the Slut Squad. Don't waste time getting new fans to new sites. Do this now. Time is running out. This is from the Swinging Down Under podcast. They also have a blog with this information. You can find them on Instagram. I also did a podcast with them. Great people. Okay. Okay. We got 40 days, y'all. Make them count. I want to talk to you about Snapchat. I've never had an a premium Snapchat because I didn't have the time, but now that I have an assistant who's done this before, she's helping me. So I'm going to quickly tell you how to start Snapchat premium in the safest way possible. You guys ready for this? We spent an hour making sure this was correct because Snapchat is super fucking confusing if you're not familiar with how it works. Here we go. So, first things first, make your account. Make sure the first thing you do is go to settings and turn off your geolocation. Last thing you want is more than enough stalkers. Also, change your settings so that your contacts cannot find your Snapchat. Last thing you want is daddy and mommy. Friend requesting you on Snapchat and seeing all your nudes. This, I think I wrote down where to do this. Um, open, (laughs) Open mobile and email settings in Snapchat and disable let others find me. Then you are going to basically go on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere and promote your new Snapchat name. You are going to get a flood of requests. You want your settings to say who can contact me. Just my friends, because you do not want people just spamming your messages. It's gonna get so overwhelming. So when people friend request oop my camera just died for YouTube, so I'm gonna change the battery really quick. Be right back. I love that I got this new camera. We're recording. Thanks for your patience, y'all. So, you get a flood of friend requests on Snapchat for your new premium account, and you accept them one by one. Try not to get overwhelmed. So, now that you have accepted them as a friend, this is where you do your pitch. Hey, baby, welcome to my premium Snapchat. Here you can find all my exclusive X-rated content, just the stuff that used to be on my OnlyFans but can no longer be seen. I post every day for you. You can message me privately. We can chat all day if you want custom stuff. I am just here for you, baby. And you get that money first. No questions asked. No negotiation. If you have spent more than five minutes talking to this motherfucker, he ain't paying. So get your payment in whichever payment method you are comfortable with. And once they are locked in to your premium, they are a paid premium user, you want to adjust their name, change their name to the date you have allowed them to join. This way in a month, you'll go back and reiterate that payment again. This is the way to keep it organized. Or you can make a spreadsheet and have all this information in there as well. And then you're going to add them to a custom group, your premium group. That way you can send out, let's see, hold on, back up. After 24 hours or in the time they don't pay, if, if they're a non-paying user, you fucking block them and you tell them, if you do not pay, I'm going to block them. And if you would like me to unblock you, my unblocking fee is whatever you want it to be. Mine's $20. So that way, like, they have to cash up you with the note being like, please unblock me. Here's my username. So now that they're paying user, you add them to a group, which is your premium group. So this way, when you're posting on your public story every day, you're only posting to your premium group. If you were to post to all of your friends This means all the friends in the queue of your messages that you're still negotiating with, they're going to be seeing the story for free. So you want to make sure when you post on your public story on Snapchat, it's only to the custom group you've created with your paying users, your paid subs. That's really important. Um, Google how to do this if you need to. Also, remember if you piss anyone off and they report your Snapchat, you do have a risk of losing it. But not to worry if you have that database with all the usernames of your subs can easily create a new Snapchat. You might have to use a new number. Sometimes with your phone company, you can get an alias number or you can go on Skype and purchase a monthly number for like five ninety nine. dollars Usually a workaround. Um, Maybe you can just call your provider and change your number and then Message all your subs from that list you created and just get going again. Y'all know this. It's the name of the game. So yeah, that is how you do your premium snap. My assistant will be basically everything I've posted on my OnlyFans before. We have a database of this under Mediafire. Keep in mind, Dropbox and Google Drive, if they realize you have explicit comments...
1: Don't let spring cleaning fool you. There's always space to add a little extra something in the bedroom, and it's no secret that consuming a little THC can help set the mood. However, getting that right strain and dosage can be difficult. That's why we're thankful for today's sponsor, Via. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC, all into one mind-blowing gummy called high love we're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of thc their best-selling high love gummy will awaken your senses increase blood flow and intensify any sexual experience via also offers a wide array of other gummies with and without thc and the best part Via legally ships to all 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. No medical card required. So if you're 21 and up, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code. Try Via Hemp with code Goddess at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. So when I take out a new toy from my collection and I'm having some, you know, self-love time. I like to really elevate the mood with high love. When I'm getting aroused, my blood flow is already peaking and the gummies just Totally enhance my sensations to the next level. Sometimes after a long day of work, it's just hard to relax, especially if I can't mentally get there. And I feel like us girlies really need to mentally stimulate ourselves when we're trying to orgasm. So personally, chewing a little gummy like high love sets me in such a mellow, relaxed mood that I can actually focus and enjoy myself and have a well-deserved experience. I also really like that the products range from two milligrams to 50 milligrams. Look, I always share my party favors with my friends and some of them just can't hang all the way sometimes. So I like the low dose so that they can still get a mild effect, especially if you or their body just isn't really accustomed to the ingredients just yet. So I love that you can kind of micro dose or enjoy more of the potent effects. So let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use code Goddess to receive 15% off and one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and up only. And that is viahemp.com, v-i-i-a-h-e-m-p.com, and use code Goddess at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with High Love from Via Hemp. Now back to the show
0: content in your folders you are at risk of losing your entire account mediafire is safe so we have all these folders like pussy pics ass pics cum videos etc so she's just going to go through and post all that shit again on the snapchat premium also i'll be sending her just random pictures of me throughout the day for her to post so that previous subs can see newer content. Now, remember, only one person can be logged into your Snapchat at a time. In the messages, do exactly what you did on OnlyFans and upsell your stuff. Work on exclusives. Use that menu you have. If you would like to see my menu, you can get it at RebeccaBlue.com with two Ks. It's also at ProfessionalGoddess.com, and you can see everything I price for. All right. Also, I jotted down the content in your vault on OnlyFans. I don't think there's any way to remove it. I'm wondering down the road if any of that stuff, which it will vi- violate the new terms, how they will remove that. Maybe they said they're going to be creating tools. Maybe that's one of them. Um, also, a snappy chat at the end of the month when they're going to renew, upsell them with a discount for the year three months six months work those bundles make sure you note that in their name on snapchat so you don't fucking forget okay something i did on my <laughs> OnlyFans this morning i sent out a, a mass message and i just said very vaguely hey did you just add me on snapchat guess what? On my free page, you have to pay to respond. So about 100 people replied with a few bucks like, no, why? And then everyone on my paid account, they can message me for free. And they were like, no, why? And I was like, oh, what's your new, your username? It looks like you did. And then they send me their username and then I messaged them on Snapchat saying, hey, it's premium here now, just like we talked about all Explicit content is here, and it's a way to funnel them to Snapchat without making it look like you're on OnlyFans advertising your Snapchat. Catch my drift. Again, I do not endorse that. Just like the policy said, if they find you using code words, meh. Um, But I don't know. I am testing the waters. Okay, bear with me. It's like some of these pages I wrote have stuff written on the back and some don't. Okay, let's um talk about the history. Um no, before we do, I want to mention webcamming. Myfreecams.com is one of the biggest webcam services. I did it for 3 years. I was really happy with my experience. I ended up getting a lot of users off the site and working with them directly. You can do like Skype shows or custom live shows. I do $100 for 10 minutes of my time. Some people do 50, Um, but people pay you in tokens. You cash them out for cash. And oddly enough, the owner of MyFreeCamps.com owns 70% in OnlyFans. It's very interesting. But ChatterBait is another live streaming service, which seems pretty popular. But check it out. My thing is learn by watching go look at the top creators see what they're doing and if you're like oh i could do that or find your niche or if you have fetish stuff which is great if you have a niche market like a small market with um, fetish content live camming is great however it takes a huge toll on you mentally because people are consistently attacking you the whole time judging your looks it can be extremely draining if you put in work, you do a six-hour shift, and you don't make any money. It's just like working at the strip club. It can be very taxing. Okay. So um, here's some information from Twitter. This tweet thread is from Post Culture Review at Post Cult Rev. They said... I have this in order? I don't know the I do." I'm going to have to pull it up, guys. I'm sorry. Biscuit. He says, A lot of people are getting the OnlyFans story wrong, and the reality of it is a lot more damaging and concerning to both the livelihood of sex workers and online freedom in general. OnlyFans isn't ditching porn and sex work because it's trying to get new investments. It's ditching them because on October 1st, MasterCard is implementing new rules governing sites with adult content that use their payment processing systems. These rules will basically require that OnlyFans and every other site that accepts MasterCard payments not only fully verify every user and every person who appears in every adult video, but review all posted content before publication, including real-time review of live streams. The new record-keeping, review processes, verification, and other requirements are going to be expensive and time-consuming. OnlyFans seems to have decided it's not worth it. More importantly, though, these rules will put incredible pressure on smaller sites and indie creators. Of course, they could just decide not to accept MasterCard, but it's likely Visa and others will follow suit eventually. So why the rule changes? Because last December, the New York Times published an opinion piece by Nick Kristoff called The Children of Pornhub. You guys remember this? That accused the site and its parent company of profiting off revenge porn, child porn, and
1: sex trafficking.
0: Which, to be clear, they kind of were. Pornhub was notoriously bad among the tube sites for its reckless lack of content moderation and exploitation of the people whose videos ended up there. And this is true. This is why I did not suggest Model Hub to join because my videos have been on there for years and I didn't know and the DMCA takedown didn't take them off. I don't trust them. Because of this story, Visa and MasterCard cut Pornhub off. Y'all remember that? Pornhub has since moved to a model where it only posts verified user verified u- bleh, users. <laughs> but the big payment processors haven't relented and are looking to remove themselves from any other business that might be involved in sex trafficking, non-consensual contact, etc., hence the rule changes. Side note, this is also why it was so hard for my sex shop to get a bank account because you know what? It got flagged the name the horny stoner did because These rules assume that the word horny goes with sex trafficking. So they had to confirm I was not sex trafficking, selling sex toys. Moving on. But here's the thing. Kristoff's story might have been correct on some of Pornhub's abuses, but it was deeply manipulative and painfully wrongheaded about sex trafficking and porn. And like almost any anything he writes about sex, a filtered version of Christian dominist propaganda. One of the primary sources, listen up, y'all, one of the primary sources in Kristoff's article is Trafficking Hub founder, Layla McElwaite. Look her bitch ass up on Twitter. Her foundation is called Trafficking Hub, and her name is Layla McElwaite, M-I-C-K-E-L-W-A-I-T. Are you writing this down? Put pressure on her that she's a fucking idiot. Excuse me. She also works for the group Exodus Cry, a Christian group that is among other anti-sex, anti-homosexuality, and naturally anti-Semitic. Groups like this do not care about sex trafficking or non-consensual videos on the porn site. Those are footholds to their broader goal, which is to destroy and abolish the entire sex industry. That the majority of it is excuse me, that the majority of it. Is legal and consensual is pointless. they want it all gone. Sex trafficking makes a good narrative toward that goal. It's why the old anti-porn morality in the media group from the 1960s is now called the natural Center on Sexual Exploitation. Christoph has played this role before. His basic tactic is to use manipulative and manipulated stories of sexual abuse to attack broader institutions that he ends up as a mouthpiece filtering deeply regressive, evangelical Christian anti-sex mythology to the mainstream is a given. This might be a lot to comprehend, y'all. We're almost there. (sighs) The attack on Pornhub did nothing to stop sex trafficking and a lot to take money out of the legal porn industry. The new MasterCard rules are a direct result of this, which basically means, excuse me, An overwrite Christian anti-sex fever dream is now dictating sexual content online. Almost the entire anti-trafficking movement is an evangelical project to get liberal supporters to sign off on a laundry list of Christian anti-sex policies. It's been one of their most successful propaganda projects. It's also likely gotten a lot of sex workers killed. It's the reason... Listen, it's the reason Craigslist and Backpage don't do classifieds for sex workers because of trafficking scares, removing a relatively safe way to meet clients without a pimp and moving workers back to more exploitative and dangerous venues, which is just what we're talking about. Anti-trafficking groups have shut down AIDS programs that worked with sex workers and replaced them with abstinence only programs. They've gotten police doing trafficking raids that are just giant crackdowns on consensual sex work, sending more sex workers to jail. Because that's the whole point of this. It's a giant propaganda push, one with real teeth to it, to attack all sex work, legal or otherwise, consensual or not, OnlyFans dropping porn is just the next step. It's only going to get worse. He also attaches some sources of MasterCard's rule changes, Kristoff's use of Evangelica propaganda, and OnlyFans' actual statement on why they changed the policy. Again, this is post-culture review on Twitter. He posted this thread on August 20th. Just going to make sure one point of this thread is clear, MasterCard's rule changes will do nothing to stop sex trafficking. They might have a marginal effect on non-consensual videos in general, but overall, these rules are about their own liability, not concern for the victims. Just like OnlyFans. The end result of the change is it will be harder to sell sexually explicit content online unless you are part of a major player that can afford the cost to meet the new requirements. Who will that be? Indie sex workers will be driven out and larger companies will be more powerful, which is why I'm so fucking worried about the smaller people. It's just going to be a lot a lot more difficult than these celebrities that have such an audience. Uh, teddy on Instagram, that one teddy girl said, I will send pics of my pussy via carrier pigeon if it need be. You can't stop me, <laughs> which I love. Uh, continued, if you want to actually help sec- sex workers, I recommend swopbehindbars.org which runs bail funds and does work in discrimination. I will be contacting them and giving you guys more information on that. And since this is blowing up, um, he runs a history podcast and he uh, plugs it here. Cenotus pod? Oh lord. I hope you guys... I read that, and it just, like, stuck with me. I was like, this guy knows his shit. So, there's that. Um, I'm actually no shade, you guys. I just figured out or learned about shopgoodwill.com. I don't know if um you guys heard about it, but I'm having a bidding war right now over this cachet checkered leather jacket. <laughs> So I'm going to put my alarm on when it ends. Let's see. Add an alarm. Y'all are like what is this bitch doing this episode? Okay, let's do it for 8:50 p.m. safe. So. Forgive me, Father. Okay, what else do we have here? So, I've been sharing all of this on my personal Instagram and there has been so many comments for men. For example, scars to wings says, or it's actually a, a woman. Good on OnlyFans. Because every everywhere's hiring. Like everywhere. Some offering college courses covered to get educated. And if you are a side hustle, what's this say? And if you are side hustle, crashed bang, pull up big girl panties. This crap doesn't last forever. if your sister or your mother got fired from her job would you be like excuse me there's so much going on right now would you be like go work at burger king like who says that you know giant memory cards are expensive i have some on my wish list and if you know, you know. If you have a YouTube channel and you're constantly trying to film and you run out of memory, your battery dies, it's just too much. sometimes. And we're back. Okay, so responding to Miss Scars to Wings, um, Falco Fuel, I really liked her response. She just spoke so eloquently. I wanted you guys to hear this in case you need a response to these middle-aged men with tiny dick energy in their rooms telling you to get a job at McDonald's. This is beautiful. I posted on my story. She says, Scars to Wings, are those places that are hiring actually paying a wage that is livable and can support the rising cost of everything? There's no need to judge sex workers. Love, people will watch porn as long as people exist. Porn helped me not have sex with the wrong people when I was horny. Porn helped me control my sexual appetite as a hypersexual woman. I have judged myself unnecessarily for too long for this, and too many other women have too. There is nothing wrong with sex work, there is something wrong with abusing sex workers. Why wouldn't you want a platform that is healthy and safe for people to use and also consume that media? Having a need to verify age is important for porn. Children don't need to be unnecessarily exposed. We can either stick our heads in the sand about the fact that this is never going away or recognize that sexual needs um, needs is a part of being human. I love that. Recognize that sexual needs are a part of being human. And if we can treat those needs ethically, We will revolutionize our way of living and interacting with that subject. I love it. Love what she said. I even responded and said, the adult industry will be alive and thriving as long as we exist, my dear. Sex workers have been empowered, independent working women for a long time, working for themselves, which is the American dream, right? We are entrepreneurs, business owners, and legally pay our taxes. The government's taking a cut from our legal work. Many other platforms, we can dance our way to the top, lifting other women up versus judging them based on your idea of success. So I felt really empowered by that. Um, Boda Sam said, Well, you could always learn a life skill and become a functional member of society instead of going down as some internet hooker some guys beat off to. Good luck. Which is so fucking funny because. I was like, oh, like running three successful companies, becoming an author, getting published in forums, owning a fulfillment center. Yep. All marked off my list in under 30. Just because my work doesn't match your fucking moral compass doesn't give you any power over my decisions. This is just men trying to once again say, hey, I have more power over you. I have more rights over you because you're a fucking internet hooker. Um, someone named insto underscore 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 said something god awful about McDonald's again, which no shade to fast food workers. Why does that have to be the bottom barrel? Like kudos if you have a job and you're going to work and feeding your family, but we're talking living wages here. If you're a single mom with kids, it's, it's not going to pay all your bills. Um, Falco fuel again, responded beautifully. Um, I want to, I'm trying to speak more eloquently so I can be heard in, in some, um, settings. So she said, you can either ignore the fact that we all have sexual needs and there's nothing wrong with it or allow yourself to judge these individuals unnecessarily for providing a service that has stopped me and many others from making bad decisions with others when you're not horny. Porn provided me with an outlet as a hypersexual woman not to engage in risky, impulsive sexual behavior. These women and men and non-binary folks, we all are doing a service that will never go away. So you can either judge and laugh at their woes or actually back up your desire for minors to not see sexual content by creating a safe platform that verifies age, protects the individuals performing it. Hating OnlyFans for porn content is insane. Hate the porn companies that allow minors, sex-trafficked youth, and coerced individuals to be a part of the movie. Um, She said, I pray you learn to heal whatever sexual shame you have and not project that onto others who have done the hard work of riding themselves of sexual shame endowed by purity culture. Be kind to yourself, go have an orgasm, you seem like you need some release. And you know, <clears throat> sex workers are more than just it more than just sex. We are healers, we are therapists. I admire my my fans kinks so much because they have the courage to safely come out the closet versus you know, using these impulses in public that may get them or the girls they involve themselves with in an unsafe environment um there's something called sleep porn where these guys will have sex with women who are like overly intoxicated or asleep it's kind of on the edge of rape kink but if you're watching two okay so you have two you know sex workers creating this video that is consensual got it it's legal it's consensual and then you have this person at home Exuding their sexual desire for this thought in a safe way, and they are properly compensating the creators for doing so. Now, to me, that seems a whole lot better than some motherfucker drugging someone and fucking raping them. And then you've ruined someone's entire life if they didn't kill themselves from it. Think about that, Mr. Insto. Okay, I'm done reading those comments. Thank you for listening to that part. Um, I know that's a lot. Uh, we're going to move forward again. If you're here, this is quite. Um, you're getting you're getting deep with me. So, moving on. Um, I have reposted so many things on Twitter. If you follow me at Rebecca Blue. There's so much more information there. Um, If you don't know about FOSTA-SESTA law, this is a law that was implemented when Trump was in office. It was during net neutrality. You guys remember that? So at why.org, W-H-Y-Y.org, the first link, if you Google um, FOSTA-SESTA, I'm going to briefly go over this article that explains how FOSTA-SESTA was supposed to thwart sex trafficking. Instead, it sparked a sex worker movement. Um, So this happened back in 2019, no, 2020 in July. And let's see, where's the beginning of this? FOSTA-SESTA allows states and victims to fight online sex trafficking, which all in all hurts sex sex work online. (coughs) Passed in 2018, FOSTA-SESTA has transformed the lives of sex workers across the country. It intensifies a long-running debate over how we deal with an underground economy that runs the gummit from voluntary sex work, a.k.a. prostitution, to involuntary sex trafficking. Over the past 20 years or so, the economy has increasingly migrated online. FOSTA-SESTA was an attempt to shut down the websites that facilitate trafficking, but sex, wor- sex workers say it's had the additional effect of putting their lives in dangers by hobbling an online infrastructure they have come to depend on. Quote, Whenever we lose access to internet spaces, there has been a devastating effect on the community. Blunt said, and the community's ability to support themselves, to take care of themselves, to make money, and to screen clients and stay safe. That's another thing. Online, you can screen people. But the laws have also had another effect. The emergence of a grassroots movement that's giving voice to sex workers' concern is in, in an unprecedented way. One thing that FOSTA Sessa did do was sort of mobilize very vocal online sex workers with large followings in a way that may be that maybe hadn't been politicized before, Blunt said. And because it has become so visible online, like despite the ways that we're being shadow banned, and the ways that we're being policed, and the way that we're being surveillanced, somehow this, like very random set of bills that turned into a law, became something where now presidential candidates are being asked about what their stance on sex work is. And I do not think that would have happened without the community organizing that happened after mobilizing against FOSTA SESTA. So remember when all the community guidelines changed with Instagram, TikTok, almost every site you had to agree to the new terms? This was because FOSTA-SESTA happened. This was close to around the Tumblr took porn off of their website. This is because FOSTA-SESTA is a law that, again, is trying to protect trafficking, but is affecting all sexual activity online. This is why we're all fucking shadow banned. This is why we get our accounts deleted. Because if Instagram allows sexuality on their platforms, the government, due to the FOSTA-SESTA law, generalizes that it's sex trafficking. If you look sexy on the internet, you might be a sex worker. If you're a sex worker, you might be involved in sex trafficking. Therefore, you're breaking the law. FOSTA SESTA was a huge step in the wrong direction. So if you Google FOSTA SESTA podcast, I highly encourage you, please, if you're at this part of the episode, learn about FOSTA SESTA, educate yourself, because beyond the banks goes to the politics, okay, to all the powerful people in place. If you Google FOSTA SESTA podcast, the first link is theoldestprofessionpodcast.com, Listen to their episode about FOSTA-SESTA. Um, under that, we have an episode, so- SESTA- SESTA-FOSTA, I don't know which way it is, Hurts the Victims, It Aims to Protect. The next one's Roundtable, Reflections of the First Year in FOSTA-SESTA. Take notes, y'all. All right. This leads me to the Twitter post I found today from Ashley Lake, at Ashley Lake. Months ago, the biggest U.S. sex worker union, A-P-A-G-U-N-I-O-N, met with MasterCard, telling them exactly that this would happen, explaining in detail that they heard it. But MasterCard lied about developing these rules with sex worker input, and they're lying now. She provides a link. They defunded Backpage and Pornhub, hurting countless workers, all reported widely on... Okay, she drops another link about that. Then provides an article from 2015, credit card firms just put sex workers like me at more risk from Wired.com. That was 2015. Then she moves on the thread. We put out this report in 2016, updated it through 2018. It's an incomplete list of legal discrimination against sex workers. I'm going to be deep diving into all these links next episode is how we're going to start changing the world. This is our rough draft, okay, y'all? This information, we are going to research because no one's going to fight for our rights. No one in politics, no one at the banks, no one on these platforms are fighting for us. So we have to fight for ourselves. We all know that change only happens if we have a voice. And you know what? I'm okay with it taking a decade. I'm okay with it taking two because I'm going to be alive. (laughs) I don't care if I'm in my deathbed calling politicians asking what they're doing for sex workers. I told you I figured out my purpose and I have no fear. Come after me, motherfuckers. You already are. Moving on. Every single platform loss in one hundreds, we have expressed those concerns to the banks. These policies are doing exactly what they are designed to do, but somehow because everyone involved just lies so consistently, people just don't People just let them get away with it. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's an article by an anti-perspective gloating about how fooling a billionaire with their lies about trafficking got Pornhub defunded and the MasterCard policies designed. Okay. It's an article about Bill Ackman sending a text to the CEO of MasterCard. Read that later. Um, Mastercard knows exactly who they are in bed with. Exodus Cry, N C O S C N C M E C, and they know these groups are anti-porn. Again, these are the groups you need to be researching. It's not just the banks; it's the groups above them, the funders, the politicians. They're very smart capitalists making a cost-benefit decision based on public pressure on them. SARS or Operation Choke Point, for example. We can't let them continue playing dumb for decades while making conscious decisions to hurt millions of people just to avoid bad press and bad faith claims that the banks allow trafficking money. Went into a lot more detail back in June here, which another thread I won't get into. This endless passing of the buck and fence sitting by allies has gone on long enough. We deserve recognition as people and to have our struggles acknowledged. People playing dumb like this are incredibly disrespectful at the least. Okay, there was a thread under this where she was like, There's something like 60,000 coal miners in the U.S., and we hear endlessly about their jobs. With up to 2 million content creators impacted by new MasterCard policies, literally no mainstream paper we've looked at seems to have front-paged this development. because they avoid scrutiny by saying this is about abuse, not porn. But the new policies specifically only require a laundry list of near impossible to implement demands only on adult content. It doesn't apply to any other kind of site. It's just so fucked up on so many levels. And the majority of abuse is on other sites. I mean, so many statistics in this thread. Why do they lie about it? Because the majority of DIMs the majority of the country and a plurality of Republicans all poll is thinking prostitution should not be a crime and that pornography should be legal. So these groups just rebranded. If you haven't seen this stuff yet, dig in. One of the most frustrating things is they literally develop these lies publicly and are upfront about actually being anti-porn on their social media and conferences. Unfortunately, no legal expert I've talked to seems to think we have a case. The system of pressuring every private company instead of actually using law works really well just like we talk about having this voice they really got this down pat and most people can't even see it why is there no discrimination class action lawsuit that can be done it's clear refusal of service based on this one thing most discrimination lawsuits revolve around a protected class of people like women or trans folk or black people a type of job unfortunately doesn't seem to be protective. Also, they just say they are reasonable, common sense policies, not actually a porn ban. But if you require expensive, almost impossible to implement stuff like paying a mod to view and pre-approve every single user submitted image or watch every live stream, you effectively have banned porn on a lot of sites that can't afford to pay a mod. They make less per image than mod cost, So... They can exert pressure just by making extremely complex policies and only enforcing them for porn sites under the myth that porn sites are where most abuse. Totally wrong. So a site like OnlyFans has to adjust or basically lose their payment partner altogether. You guys with me now? This is the core of the problem. And if it's MasterCard, Visa and Discover will also bail after. And MasterCard alone accounts for over 50% of transactions on most adult sites. Rock meet hard place. Patreon and OnlyFans folded and tried to at least keep nudes. Pornhub and Backpage fought and lost all payments. (sighs) No, in fact, the new policies from MasterCard only apply to adult content sites. They're applying Draconian policies to one area of the internet, which statistically has very little harm, while allowing big non-porn companies a walk. It's bad faith. This is interesting. Can we expect payment processors to subject Facebook to the same standards they use for OnlyFans? I also thought this too. Kids can still Google porn. Why is this going to apply to Google? One of the biggest companies. Moving on. They know it's absolutely impossible for any user-driven content site, every social media site, to pay a mod to pre-approve all content. Correct. Not possible to make more money than they pay the mods. This is thinly disguised, but absolutely direct attack on porn. For fuck's sake, you're being lied to. Over the last three years, NGOs audits found that many instances of child sexual abuse per website. Pornhub, 118. Facebook, 84 million plus. This is a freaking witch hunt. That's crazy. Pornhub had over 100 cases. Facebook had over 84 million. This is a, um, they're targeting porn. So then he applies um, more on this, many links. Jesus, this thread goes on and on. um, Talking about how this is not child safety advocate based on the numbers. We are the scapegoat. Um, Porn is just the scapegoat for both conservatives hoping to push down news about their own scandals and liberals wanting to look like they do something about time's up without actually kicking out their abusers okay so definitely take a look at at ashley latke l-a-t-k-e on their instagram i think that's an incredible thread i'm going to be researching all of those links now to the final part of the show which If you're still here, I fucking love you. I'm going to take
1: another little swig of swig.
0: I'm having fun. I kind of like these unedited episodes (laughs) because you guys are getting me and all of me. However, I love the professional vibes of the ones where we have an actual intro and ending and my commercials and plugs, which I desperately need to. (laughs) Pay my bills now. (laughs) Mm. So, you guys ready? I'm manifesting it. I'm putting it into creation. We're going to pressure our politicians. We're going to pressure MasterCard. I need you to go to house.gov and find your representative. I will be doing this. I'm going to record myself doing this. I'm going to create a script for y'all that I'll have for you next episode. So, when you call, they will listen. Leave messages. Call again. We got, get your friends. Do this. Ask what safety measures and what your representatives are providing for sex workers to keep us safe. Be panicked. Be pushy. We need to vote out the assholes and keep the ones fighting for us. Do you guys remember when Taylor Swift actually changed and swayed the votes? It was on her documentary on Netflix. She made a change because she was a public figure. And if we can keep our numbers going and just saying, like, by leaving a review on this podcast, by sharing my stuff, it will just bring more eyes on this. I don't know if I will be the one. Maybe someone with more traction than me will hear this and help maybe myself reaching out to these foundations, getting together with them. I have no excuse not to do this. I I mean, think about the ones that will come after us doing being in this industry. We have a duty to give them safety. We have a duty to save their lives. We can pave the way for them. Call your representatives, see what they're doing, re that information to me, email me, admin at sledgepreneur.com, DM me on Instagram at Miss Mothership, tweet me at Rebecca Blue with two Ks, contact me, details are in the description, send me recordings, write out what they said, if you videoed it, if you have any advice for our script Next episode, I'll have more information if we can create a Google Doc or a form where you can put this information. And then we are going to create an image that shows every state in which state is fucked and which state is moving in the right direction. That way, we can put our energy into pressuring the representatives that are fucking our assholes and raise our voices in the right direction. Just tweeting about OnlyFans isn't going to help shit. Being angry at OnlyFans isn't going to change anything. We have to go straight to the top and punch these motherfuckers in the face with our kind, sexy voices. Be proud that you're a sex worker. You are powerful. You know how many politicians get their dick sucks by us? (laughs) It's time to get what's ours, okay? That's that's all I got right now. After talking to my lawyer, my attorney, this is the first step. Um, Just like the Twitter thread explained, it's hard to make a case because they don't recognize us as a discriminated group of people, even though we are. Shut up. (laughs) So that's where we're at, where we're at. Um, If you want to help the show in any other way, leaving a five-star review on Apple is super helpful. Um, On my Amazon wishlist linked in the description, I have supplies for my podcast. I'll try to put supplies that um, can help with funding. (laughs) Holy shit. Funding this change that we're going to embark on. Um, So anything like that is helpful. And like I said in that last episode, if you leave a review, if you grab something on Amazon, I would be happy to shout you out in return on any of my social media. So I love you so much. I would love your feedback. You know, I don't get feedback a lot about my podcast. I know you can't comment on here, but send me a voice memo on Instagram. Um, Do what you got to do. Send me some love. I can I could use all the gas in my tank. I will see you on the next motherfucking episode, you hoes ready to change the world. Let's do this, bitches.